G'day and welcome to Aussie Vision. I'm Dale. G'day, I'm Mike. I'm Kyriakos. And welcome to our Lithuania preview show, a bit of a midweek new one that we're doing. Uh, we'll be looking at the final and previewing Pabantam is now. And as you heard, we have Kyriakos with us because he's been covering it, hasn't he? Has been. This is your second year being our Lithuania correspondent there, Kyriakos. How does this year compare to what was highly praised last year? Well, yes, I... I got the short straw again this year. <laughs> um, after it was obviously a very miniature version of last year's national final, and hence it felt like last year's was a fun roller coaster ride, and this year's felt like um, riding the teacups at Disney Disneyland Paris or something like that. <laughs> so, do you feel like it was just reduced down just in numbers, or what about like the quality of the acts? How, how do you reckon it compared? I just felt like it was missing some bigger names. So last year we had uh, Monica and Monique. Um, just a, just missing more diverse songs. Um, obviously we had less songs as, uh, than last year. Um, and it was kind of odd that the, the Roop were missing through the heats. Because it just kind of... Last year we went through a whole journey with the Roop. And this year we didn't get to have that journey with them. Because we knew that, yeah, they're right at the end in the final. That's true, actually. Interesting. For me, I'm not sure whether they struggled to get artists to go up against the Roop this year, but when I look back at the final last year, you know, I could rattle off five songs, you know, Kaira, Monica, you know, Make Me mm. Human, things like this. They, it all seemed like such a good quality bunch, and I don't know, maybe we don't have that this year from, uh, from my point of view. Yeah, I mean, do you think it was worth doing the national final? Well, yeah, I've had a good think about this. I do think it was still worth it because it still allows the local artists in Lithuania to get some exposure. So in terms of that, it was worth it. And I assume they'll keep going with this too. Like after the route, maybe going to Eurovision, what they do afterwards, yeah, they're going to have to have a good think about it, maybe bring some more bigger acts into the show. But yeah, I think it was worth it overall. Um, but yes, quality-wise in terms of the songs possibly lacking a little bit. <laughs> very, very diplomatic there. And look, you mentioned one of the artists who are in the final. We've got six songs. We've kind of grouped them into a couple of categories here, and I think we're going to start with some of the, uh, let's say, outsiders, probably probably struggling there a little bit, eh? That is. And we'll start with Titters and Benas and the song No. So the boys uh, made it through the semifinal last week in fifth place. Uh, what did you would give him any hope on this one, do we, Kyriakos? Well, they do have a strong televote. They came, uh, they got eight points from the televote uh, last week in the semi final. Um, I did feel after their performance, I'm like, yes, they're definitely going to be in the final. They're going to do well. But they they only kind of just like snuck through in the end. So it seems like you loved the song, and maybe the I mean the televote was there though. Yeah, the televote was there. Uh, but as you've previously mentioned in the other podcast, the very X Factor performance, um, but probably up against all the other songs that they're going to go up against and possibly uh, the Roop as well, it may not have that shine to it as it did in um, Heat 1. I think they've done their kind of victory by making the final, it kind of feels, doesn't it? Yes, yeah. I guess one of the other ones we want to talk about here is Evita Kololo. We're putting mm. her into this kind of category. Even though she got a pretty strong jury score last week, televoters didn't really come for her, did they? No, and I it didn't really 
appeal that much to me as well. Um, I know they went out, they went all out with the technology, taking the phone out, um, giving some little different aesthetic to a performance in the start, which I thought, I'm like, okay, they're going for something a bit different, but I kind of, it was a little bit forgettable <laughs> overall. Yeah. yeah. I, I think the only thing you remember from it is the phone. And I think that's very clever because I mean, it's something different at least rather than just standing there and performing it. But Ultimately, the song's just not there, I don't think. I mean, she seems like she can sing. Yeah, she's got a decent vocal. Very decent vocal going on there. But unfortunately, it is one of those songs, for me anyway, just doesn't stick. Mm. Does not stick at all. All right, let's talk about the next group of ones. We want to say these ones are probably the midfield. Let's start with Voldemars Peterson. This is Never Fall For You Again. So Kyriakos Voldemars took out heat number one, uh, looked like he was going to be one of the contenders, pretty much snuck through in the semi-final. What do you think, um, what do we think about Voldemars' chances here? I would put him in the unpredictable category. <laughs> so he did really well in heat one, but then kind of fell with the jury vote in, uh, this, in um, the semi-final and the televote put him in the middle in the semi-final as well. Um, Personally, it wasn't my cup of tea. I know in the Heat 1, they were throwing words like millennial pop and uh, they got very excited by his performance. Um, so maybe it's something more uh, that's happening in Lithuania and it didn't come through very well uh, for international audience, I'm not sure. <laughs> I, like, I think it's a, weird, it's a weird song, but it's, it's not forgettable. I think that's one of the best things about it. And maybe people who might only tune in for the final Lithuanian, maybe it might be their bag, but I don't know. It's a little, I mean, it's not rock, really. They look like a band, but they sound like pop. It's, I don't know. That chorus does does stick in your head, I guess. So it could have some stickability, but I was surprised to see how bad it did in the semifinal after that, that first heat, I agree. Yeah, I don't. Th- also, for me, I don't know if he's got any room to lift this performance. It's him and the band. They just go out there, do their thing. I think mm. they jazzed up his jacket a little bit last time. But really, there's not much bells and whistles. Yeah, they bejazzled it. There yeah. was like some <laughs> stones on there or something. I yeah. Think. All right, let's move on to our next one. It's a Martina, and thank you very much. Okay, Kyriakos Martina, um, she changed it up for the semi-final and she was rewarded, wasn't she? She came, um, where'd she come in the, in the result for the semi there? She came second at the end and um, she won the televote as well. So what do you think about this one? What are the chances for Martina in the final? I thought, uh, yeah, her performance was great. It was a big improvement from the heats. Uh, I thought the backup dancers actually added, um, gave her some flair because um, she was really into it this time around. So, yeah, I think she could be a dark horse uh, in terms of um, coming second or third in the televote. I noticed the jury weren't big fans. She only got sixth in the jury for the semi final there. What do you think maybe might be the issue there for the jury? Oh, it's definitely, I think, the song. I think vocally probably doesn't go up any levels uh, compared to some other songs. Um, she got fifth 
with the jury again in her heat as well. So the jury didn't really change their minds when they saw her again. And I noticed, and, and I, I noticed uh, Lithuanian juries can change their minds uh, from week to week. Yeah. <laughs> so. They might change their minds on the final with her. Um, we never know. I feel, it feels like that she's a really good performer. And I think I like that she had backup dancers. I hated what they were wearing. So I hope they changed that because it was distracting. But that's my personal view. Um, but I like her. But I kind of think maybe people are voting for her and maybe not the song. Yeah, exactly. And her song initially is an explicit version and really hope she releases that because she hasn't released it yet. So it's meant to be, yeah, uh, truck you very much. (laughs) 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 So there could be a bit of appeal to that. Like, um, so yeah, possibly if she releases her explicit version, that might do really well in Lithuania. I wonder if she could come up with something that sounds a bit more like it in the final. She might get a few more votes there. Okay, all right. Well, that let's move on, but maybe to our kind of the probably the dark horse, the only one that can probably upset the favourites, Michael. Yeah, let's talk about Gabrasi and where do you want to go? Kyriakos, he was the winner of Heat 2. He also took out the semi-final. Seems to be the buzz that could possibly be the big danger to the route. What do we think of Gabrasi's chances here? I think his chances are really good. He has a very beautiful song. He's delivered it uh, very well twice. He did really well in uh, Heat 2, winning the jury and televote and replicated again in the semi-final, uh, winning the televote and the jury vote uh, yet again. So his chances are really high in the, uh, in the final. Well, I think like that if that was a horse and it was a form guide and they'd won four things in a row, like you'd have to really take notice of that. Obviously, the juries love it. The public, because he's winning that public vote quite comfortably, isn't he? Like second place has been quite far behind. So, like, he's got to have some kind of chance, doesn't he? It seems like a nice package, the whole thing. He seems like a good performer. Uh, it's not amazing staging but it's adequate for the song or appropriate for the song and it, it yeah I, I just think it ticks obviously ticks quite a few boxes what did you think of that staging because um, it starts quite we thought it was a bit arcade like and then it goes into like it's very dark and he's lit and then it goes into the more light in the second half like do you like his staging yeah i actually preferred uh, the semi-final staging that he did uh, it just added to the emotion of his performance as well and yeah it just delivered it even better um, in the semi-finals because so. I remember you weren't a massive fan of the lyrics were you like it's quite is this the one with the car and it's breaking down and being towed and stuff yeah it is and I have to admit Heat 2 I struggled a little bit with so I think when I got to Gibrasi I'm like okay this just seems all very mid <laughs> middle of the table kind of uh, sounding songs but it has grown on me I've listened to it on Spotify uh, watched his performance several times now it, it really is a grower all right. Well, I mean that he's the probably the the dark horse, uh, but he's some distance off the favourite. I think. I think we all know what it is, Michael. I guess we need to talk about it. This is the Roop and Discotheque.
Well, they were our pre-qualifiers into the grand final. However, they did do a performance during one of the heats, so we know what to expect from these guys. Kyriakos, let's talk about the route. Can you see anyone knocking them off from this point? No. Like even when even when they performed in the in the um, in the heat two, it really came across very. Uh, it was a very stark difference between the other performances. Yeah, and and the song itself. Do you think this one's better than last year, or where where are you where are you placing uh, Discotech? I actually think Discotech has more appeal than On Fire. Um, in terms of the the quirk spectrum, I find On Fire quirky, but I kind of think Discotech is. Um, digestible uh quirk <laughs> so it just has more broad appeal um yeah there's a lot going on in the song that's for sure yeah i think it's got more musical elements that i think you can grab onto and actually uh, uh, appreciate more because i remember you had a big issue last year with the like like the lyrics are never going to be amazing as well like on fire whatever the chorus is pretty much just the dancing and the music um but this seems to have a lot more elements to it uh, mm. they have thrown a lot more at it and some people might be like well Maybe keep it simple. But, I mean, saying that overall, you're right. When they performed on that heat, they looked like the artists that had been brought in who were an international success to show the others, you know, they were they were just a support act to the roof, basically competing this whole time. So, yeah, so nothing that can stop them? See, my only concern with Discotech that... Okay, this, so the song itself is sophisticated, dark dance song but their performance is really bright and fun. And so there's a bit of a balance between them. But I feel that the song has no peaks and troughs. The song itself is very in the middle and his vocals are also very in the middle. So I feel in terms of the jury vote, um, it could possibly be a problem. There could be a rogue juror that doesn't want an Albania Matana situation, almost in a way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That that could easily happen. What actually? What actually happens? Do you, I don't even know actually the top of my head. But I guess what if uh, they win the telly vote, second in the jury, and Gabrasi wins the jury, but second in the telly vote, and it's a draw. I know previously in the heats and semis, it's the jury who choose, mm. but I'm not sure about the final. But I guess that's the only thing that could happen. It could it could be a tie. They might be both be on twenty two. Yeah, and. I'm pretty... Yeah, I'm not too sure, actually. Well, we'll find out. I mean, it's probably not going to happen, but, you know. <laughs> but you're right. There's probably... There's a lot of things in a jury appeal of, of Gabrassi's song, and maybe you're right. A couple of them are a bit like, mm, you know what? This is too novelty. This is too whatever. But um, there's a bit of a... It'll be a bit of a shock. It'll be the biggest shock of all time if they lost, I think. Well, exactly. Like, last time, they nearly got 70% of the vote in the final. So, once again, if they get... Uh, a bigger following and get 70 or 80% of the vote, they only get 12 points. Yeah. That, that is the scoring system, isn't it? Yeah. You only get the 12 for the jury and you get the 12 for the, um, for, yeah. for the telly vote. So it doesn't matter if you quadruple everybody's telly vote, yeah. you're still only going to get 12 points. I was thinking, what, if it, what is the record telly vote? Because these guys could get it. I was in percentage. Well, yeah, can, seventy three had seventy one. Well, can you get ninety nine percent of the vote? Because <laughs> this could be on the cards. I think Gabrasi's family could even be voting for the root. But, no, but I got a feeling they're going to do pretty well in the tally vote. Oh yeah, they're going to win it in a landslide. I think we both we all know that. So yeah, I think so. From I guess what you're saying, the only thing that could happen is the jury could do something to cause an upset with the jury vote, and then who knows what could happen at that point. 
Stranger things have happened. Mm. Not many, but some <laughs> could happen there. <laughs> all right, well, that's the six songs. I think we all know who's going to take it out. The Rupa are going to most likely win on Sunday. It would be the, one of the hugest shocks if they miss out. So, um, yes, well, thanks very much for joining us. Yeah. Um, thank you, Kiriakos, for coming along and giving us your expertise in Lithuania. <laughs> I bet you can't wait to do it again in 2022. <laughs> thank you very much. And, yeah, I cannot wait for 2022. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right. Thanks, bud. See you later.